I want to thank you, everyone, to coming today's March 10th Bible reading. Lord, open our eyes once again and our ears and our hearts uh, and to tell us what your word is saying. Holy Spirit, come. Jesus Christ, come. Father in heaven, hold us in your hands and help us to flourish in your time and your word for your will to be done in our lives. We are obedient, Lord, by reading your word an hour a day, Lord. We thank you for this time we have together. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Reading today will be Numbers chapter 14, verse 1 for March 10th. Then the whole community began weeping out loud. They cried all night. Their voices rose in a great chorus of protest against Moses and Aaron. If only we had died in Egypt or even here in the wilderness. They complain, why is the Lord taking us to this country only to have us die in battle? Our wives and our little ones will be carried off as plunder. Wouldn't it be better for us to return to Egypt? Then they plotted among themselves, let's choose a new leader and go back to Egypt. Then Moses and Aaron fell down on their face ground before the whole community of Israel. Two of the men who had explored the land, Joshua, son of Nun, and Caleb, son of Jephunneh, tore their clothing, they said to all the people of Israel. The land we traveled through and explore is a wonderful land, and if the Lord is pleased with us, he will bring us safely into that land and give it to us. It is a rich land flowing with milk and honey. Do not rebel against the Lord, and don't be afraid of the people of the land. They are only helpless prey to us. They have no protection. But the Lord is with us. Don't be afraid of them. But the whole community began to talk about stoning Joshua and Caleb. Then the glorious presence of the Lord appeared to all the Israelites at the tabernacle. And the Lord said to Moses, How long will these people treat me with contempt? Will they never believe me, even after all these miraculous signs I have done among them? I will disown them and destroy them with a plague. Then I will make you into a nation greater and mightier than they are. But Moses objected. What will the Egyptians think when they hear about it? He asked the Lord. They know full well the power you displayed in rescuing your people from Egypt. Now, if you destroy them, the Egyptians will send a report to the inhabitants of this land who have already heard that you live among your people. They know, Lord, that you have appeared to your people face to face and that your pillar of cloud hovers over them. They know that you go before them in the pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night. Now, if you slaughter all these people with a single blow, the nations that have heard of your fame will say, The Lord was not able to bring them into the land he swore to give them, so he killed them in the wilderness. Please, Lord, prove that your power is as great as you have claimed. For you said, The Lord is slow to anger and filled with unfailing love, forgiving every kind of sin and rebellion. But he does not excuse the guilty. He lays the sins of the parents upon the children. The entire family is afflicted. 
even children in the third and fourth generation. In keeping with your magnificent, unfailing love, please pardon the sins of these people, just as you have forgiven them ever since they left Egypt. Then the Lord said, I will pardon them as you have requested. But as surely as I live and as surely as the earth is filled with the Lord's glory, not one of these people will ever enter that land. They have all seen my glorious presence and the miraculous signs I performed both in Egypt and in the wilderness. But again and again, they have tested me by refusing to listen to my voice. They will never, ever even see the land I swore to give their ancestors. None of those who have treated me with contempt will ever see it. But my servant Caleb has a different attitude than the others have. He has remained loyal to me, so I will bring him into the land he explored. His descendants will possess their full share of the land. Now turn around and don't go on toward the land where the Amalekites and Canaanites live. Tomorrow you must set out for the wilderness in the direction of the Red Sea. Then the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, How long must I put up with this wicked community and its complaints about me? Yes, I have heard the complaints the Israelites are making against me. Now tell me this, as surely as I live, declares the Lord, I will do to you the very thing I heard you say. You will all drop dead in the wilderness because you complain against me. Every one of you who is 20 years old or older and was included in the registration will die. You will not enter and occupy the land I swore to give you. The only exception will be Caleb, son of Jephunneh, and Joshua, son of Nun. You said your children would be carried off as a plunder. Well, I will bring them safely into the land, and they will enjoy what you have despised. But as for you, you will drop dead in the wilderness, and your children will be like shepherd herds wandering in the wilderness for 40 years. In this way, they will pay for your faithlessness until the last of you lie, dies dead in the wilderness. Because your men explored the land for 40 days, you must wander in the wilderness for 40 years, a year for each day, suffering the consequences of your sins. Then you will discover that it is like what it is like to have me for an enemy. I, the Lord, have spoken. I will certainly do these things to every member of the community who has conspired against me. They will be destroyed here in this wilderness, and here they will die. The men, the ten men Moses has sent to explore the land, the ones who incited rebellion against the Lord with their bad report, were struck dead with a plague before the Lord. Of all the twelve who had explored the land, only Joshua and Caleb remain alive. When Moses reported the Lord's word to all the Israelites, the people were filled with grief. Then they got up early the next morning and went to the top of the range of hills. Let's go, they said. We realize that we have sinned, but now we are ready to enter the land of the Lord has promised to us. But Moses said, Why are you now disobeying the Lord's orders to return to the wilderness? It won't work. Do not go up into the land now. You will only be crushed by your enemies because the Lord is not with you. 
When you face the Amalekites and Canaanites in battle, you will be slaughtered. The Lord will abandon you because you have abandoned the Lord. But the people defiantly pushed ahead towards the hill country, even though neither Moses nor the Ark of the Lord's Covenant left the camp. Then the Amalekites and the Canaanites who lived in those hills came down and attacked them and chased them back as far as Hormah. Then the Lord told Moses, Give the following instruction to these people of Israel. When you finally settle in the land I am giving you, you will offer special gifts as a pleasing aroma to the Lord. These gifts may take the form of a burnt offering, a sacrifice to fulfill a vow, a voluntary offering, or an offering of any, at any of your annual festivals. And they may be taken from your herds of cattle or your flocks of sheep and goats. When you present these offerings, you must also give the Lord a grain offering of two quarts of choice flour mixed with one quart of olive oil. For each lamb offer as a burnt offering or a special sacrifice, you must also present one quart of wine as a liquid offering. If the sacrifice is a ram, give a grain offering of four quarts of choice flour mixed with a third of a gallon of olive oil and give a third of a gallon of wine as a liquid offering. This will be a pleasing aroma to the Lord. When you present a young bull as a burnt offering or as a sacrifice to fulfill a vow or as a peace offering to the Lord, you must also give a grain offering of six quarts of choice flour mixed with two quarts of olive oil and give two quarts of wine as a liquid offering. This will be a special gift, pleasing aroma to the Lord. Each sacrifice of a bull, ram, lamb, or young goat should be prepared in this way. Follow the instructions with each offering you present. All of you native-born Israelites must follow these instructions when you order a special gift as a pleasing aroma to the Lord. And if any foreigners visit you or live among you and want to present a special offering as a pleasing aroma to the Lord, they must follow these same procedures. Native-born Israelites and foreigners are equal before the Lord and are subject to the same decrees. This is the permanent law for you to be observed from generation to generation. The same instructions and regulations will apply both to you and to the foreigners living among you. Amen. That was the reading of Numbers 14 to 15, verse 16. In these studies... Okay, Anna, would you like to comment on that? Yeah. Um, let's see what we're Well, it just begins very negatively in the beginning uh, when the people were weeping and crying out and complaining uh, and their words that they spoke um, where it says, if only we had died in the land of Egypt, okay, or if only we had died in this wilderness, why has the Lord brought us to this land to fall by the sword? Okay, that our wives and children should become victims. Would it not be better for us to return to Egypt? So 
right there just shows that the Lord has already done much for the people and they're complaining and that just is that just stood out really to me because when we speak something our words mean something it has power you know it says in the book of proverbs i think 10:22 that there's life and death in the power of the words and you'll eat the fruit thereof so here are the people seeing all these signs and wonders that the lord did for them while they're traveling through the wilderness and their faith is not even anywhere near after seeing all that that's happened so it just goes to say that complaining doesn't buy us anything it just pushes up pushes our faith further back and it takes our hope from us and it it steals it's like the enemy stealing from you already you know how he comes to take your your joy your peace whatever he can take he'll take anything good um and i think that's a good lesson for us today like are we thankful for where we're at right now even though it's not perfect are we uh, do we believe that god has good plans for us do we do we believe his word and his promises and if so when we're going through those trials then speak those things out um you know um so that's kind of what really came out that you know do i really want to go back to the past where i came from before i was born again no you know do i do i want to walk in the world the way i used to and things weren't as successful for me i don't want to go back i may not have seen the lord i mean i may have seen the lord on my uh his miracles on my life yes but these people i mean if a pillar of cloud was available to you in the heat wouldn't you be grateful here out in glendora when it gets to be 110 the, the lord sends a pillar of shade to you i mean i would just be jumping for joy but that's me um so and then you and then you got that um joshua and caleb who went to spy out the land and they came back with a good report you know um where the people were afraid and they're trying to convince the others um that they're going to a good land okay of milk and honey and don't be afraid but i like this part and i've heard it recently in the teachings the few teachings i've been listening to this year it says in number nine uh fourteen nine it says only do not rebel against the lord nor fear the people of the land for they are our bread their protection has departed from them and the lord is with us do not fear them okay so they came back the two and they said look where we're going we got this cuz the lord is with us and um the they're that's our bread that's where we're going to eat <laughs> you know from these big giants or whatever they're, it's going to give us you know the bread for today this is kind of interesting um do not be afraid okay um so then they got you know they brought the good word right they brought a good word that that said hey this is a good place in my version it says here the land we passed through to spy out is an exceedingly good land if the lord del- delights in us then he will bring us into this land and he gave it to us okay so that 
that's a good point because they've already said that you know what it what it is that they saw okay and so now the congregation isn't happy with that okay so now what um they're go they're about to get stoned <laughs> by the people because they didn't hear the positive things that the lord had um wow so i thought that was interesting and okay so what else did you think well you know there's so many beautiful things that we read here but the point is i really like the way moses attitude was towards god oh yeah that's he another says, please lord prove that your power is as great as you have claimed that's verse 17 numbers 14 for you said the lord is slow to anger and filled with unfailing mm, love yes. forgiving every kind of sin and rebellion but he does not excuse the guilty he does not excuse the guilty he lays the sins of the parents upon the children upon the entire families affected so if i'm complaining i'm cursing myself and i'm affecting my family so to speak uh that's what it says here. I will not excuse the guilty, the guilty ones. Uh, it says, in keeping with your magnificent, unfailing love, Lord, please pardon the sins of his people, just as you have forgiven them ever since they left Egypt. Then the Lord said, I will pardon them as you have requested. But wow. as surely as I live and as surely as their earth is filled with the Lord's glory. Isn't that wonderful that the we know there's a God and he's good because the earth is full of his glory. Amen. Now, one of these people will ever enter the land. So because of God's glory, we should already been believing. And they became immune to believing, you know. It was like, oh, yeah, the cloud is always there. Right. Oh, the, you know. the Yeah, yeah. no the, big deal. The mm. fire is always there at the nighttime, like the sun. You know, the sun is always there. The air, oh, the air is always there. They all have seen my glorious presence and the miraculous signs I perform both in Egypt and in the wilderness. But again and again, they have tested me by refusing to listen to, to my voice. They will never ever see the land I sort of give unto us. And I like this. Caleb has a different attitude. Yes. It's all about attitude, folks. Yes. Giving God the benefit of the doubt. There's so much glory of creation we don't have we don't have any footing to stand on even though the earth belongs to the lord everything above ground is a miracle that's why we have an incredible amount of benefits and the minute we complain we cut ourselves up you know further from the from the already established blessings we're complaining from established blessings already things that we didn't work for you know, and, th and then you go to complaining, you are going to cut yourself off for the things that really matter. I, I am sorry, Lord, if I said anything wrong this morning. I was kidding around with Anna, and I pray, Lord God, in Jesus' name, you forgive me for my wrong words, Lord God. May I do something to make up for them, Lord God. Now tell, okay, amen. What do you think? Yeah, uh, I really like this part that's first of all i love the way moses you know brought god 
back to his remembrance of who he is. Mm -hmm. And hey, if you do that to the people, they're just going to say you couldn't, you couldn't, you weren't powerful and you couldn't, you couldn't bring them to what you said you're going to do. You know, he kind of like just. They had a family squabble. Yeah. (laughs) But, you know, Moses is, is brave enough to talk to God on that level, Mm. right? Be honest with him. Hey, you know, God took it, his, his input into consideration, you know, which I thought, you know, wow, that's pretty remarkable that, you know, we, we can, we can work with God. We can co-labor with him. We can bring him into remembrance of his word. You know, the scripture says that God says for us to put him into remembrance of his word. So just, there's no problem. Hey, you remind God, God, your word says this. Thank you for performing your word. It never comes back void. You start using those kind of, um, you know, just like Moses did. Moses not afraid you know, to come out and say, tell it like it was, you know, in a respectful way, because he's saying, hey, you know, you're, you're a God of mercy, you're forgiving, you, um, you, you're long suffering, you know, and he just pleaded with him. You're, you know, it says, I pray according to the greatness of your mercy, just as you have forgiven this people from Egypt, even until now. So that's powerful, you know. But Caleb, going back to Caleb here, Caleb and Joshua, they went out, they spied the land. You know, we want to be like a Joshua and Caleb. We want to have a difference. My translation here, New King James says, you know, Caleb has, God said, Caleb has a different spirit. Okay. So, I mean, ask ourselves, do I have a different spirit than what the world says? Do I go out and complain, oh, I have to wear a mask in the COVID environment? If it's saving your life, you know, that kind of thing. Um, you know, do I, do I, I want to have the spirit of Caleb on me, you know, to be able to, to scope it out and see that God is in the mix somewhere. He's going to work it out. You know, um, we, you know, even in these times, I'm just going to speak for right now is that, you know, there's a lot going on in the world right now. And it's easy to get caught up in all the negative activities or events that are taking place. But what what do we have to hang on to? We have God, we have Jesus and His the work that He did at the cross to know that the promises say, "Hey, I'm gonna get through this because I put my hope in the Lord," and that you know, yes, whatever's going around me, you know, Psalm 91 protects me. You know, the Lord is my shepherd, provides for me. He's with me. He's with us. You know, we're, we're constantly refreshing our, our thoughts on those things. No weapon formed against us is going to prosper. You know, we can't be like, we have to have that different spirit in the way of the world. We can't just go, oh, everything's doom and gloom. I mean, if I if I think in that those terms, you know, that's what I'm going to attract. And I, I don't want that at all. So I really like that Caleb and, you know, then this time we got to have a different spirit so that we can encourage someone else, right? So I like that a lot. And then, um, yeah, and then, you know, it looks like the people changed their minds. It says, we're going to go to the top of the mountain. Here we go to the place which the Lord has promised, even though they've been, you know, they've been told they're not going to go there. 
Amen. Yeah. You know, I like the uh, how this Bible explains. Uh, right here it says, The land we traveled through and explored is a wonderful land. Mm -hmm. and, it, and if the Lord is pleased with us, He will bring us safely into that land and yeah. give it to us. Yes, amen. It is a rich land flowing with milk, milk and, and honey. honey. Amen. Do not rebel against the Lord. Don't be afraid of the people of the land. They are only... Helpless prey to us. They have no protection, but the Lord is with us. Don't be afraid of them. I wonder if it's true for human beings. You know, uh, a turtle will have a thousand eggs, and only about a hundred of them will make them make it to the ocean. The rest will be eaten up by, you know, they won't make it because of the accidents or they'll go the wrong way. Whatever. I said that because a lot of us get. God gives us dreams and visions. Mm. Let's say, for instance, God gave me a dream to be a good pilot. And what, did I end up going to school? Did I end up, I tried going to school. I tried reading pilot books and so forth. I jumped out of an airplane to see if I catch the spirit. Uh, yeah, I did use a parachute. But, you know, uh, what I'm saying is, most likely, uh, that dream is not going to be fulfilled. What I'm saying is, is, uh, I was comfortable with my paycheck. I'm comfortable working for somebody else. And God says, take a big risk. Here's a dream medical. Here's a dream and, and doing something great for the Lord and for the finances. Something that we were made to go and capture the land. That takes a lot of work, a lot of, a lot of dedication. So I'd like to ask you folks, remember it's never too late. We can do something. Of God's will, we have to uh, say, Lord, I can do something. Uh, bless me in this time we have now that I may be able to do something. Give me that that Caleb attitude. Amen. That I can, I can fulfill mm -hmm. some purpose of your purpose for my life. I can fulfill it. I can, you know, not be comfortable with a. Where I'm at now, but go out there and seize my land. Amen. I had a thought, but it flee from me. Yeah. Okay, we didn't really touch too much on the offerings that the Lord told Moses to tell them about. You know, when they go into come into the land you are to inhabit, which I'm giving you, make these offerings by fire. You know, it mentioned a grain offering, a wine offering, a burnt offering. Um, a flower offering, I guess. I'm not sure. A, a burnt offering, a peace offering, all of these offerings they got to come forth with. And I'm just saying, I think the Lord knows how to, he likes measurement, right? Two tenths here, hint of oil there, one fourth of this. It's, you know, it's, it's very remarkable, you know, it's just very precise. It's enough to drive you to drinking. <laughs> I'm like Lord. It's, it's thank God lot, that we're not. Thank here. God for Jesus, our Lord, that mm -hmm. fulfilled it and made it easy for us. Amen. You know? That's what I want. That thank you for. You know, we, we, because of His sacrifice. I mean, we got it. It's it's too easy not to do. To get on our knees and pray is too easy not to do. To have a Bible study like we're doing for an hour a day, it's too easy, easy not, not to, to do. do. Yes. To ask God to restore us on our dream or His. His dream for us is too easy. Ask Him to give us the craving to get it. Amen. Ask us to give us the desire to do that will. 
of that plan that he showed us, you know. I'm still young enough to get in that airplane and be a good Yeah, person. I mean, you're youthful. Come I on. I am youthful. Hallelujah. I am a giant in the Glendora business community. Okay. Amen. So um, we're moving now into the New Testament. I had one more yes. thing. I, I haven't been able to say it. The Lord where it says, the Lord heard you say, you said something. He said, you, you said, you complained. You said, the Lord heard you say. And he goes, I will, I will let you have what you said. Mm. He mm. goes, you said it, you get to keep those words. You know? Yeah, yeah, that, that was in there. You know, so we have to be extremely mm -hmm. careful. What we need to say yeah. is always say the opposite of yes. what you're feeling. Exactly. Don't speak it. You know? If it's negative, don't speak it. Words have power. We have to give God the benefit of the doubt. Why do we go to God right away and complain to Him when something doesn't work? It's because people make choices. Other people make choices. And, and we're under choices of other people. And that is not God's fault. He's given us free will. So we, we have to make the right choice by being an adult and say, Well, this is not God's fault. You know, it's circumstances out of my hands that's happened to me. But we, don't, we usually cry to God like children. Say, God, you, why did you let this happen? Yeah. You know, but we, we usually, as we didn't get into prayer the days before, the weeks, even if we did and circumstance happened, we have to be thanking God and be a, be on the cutting edge. Iron sharpens iron, you know. Be, be in in the kingdom of God through his word. Amen. It's the safest place there is. Yeah, I, I, I want to just speak a little bit about that because, you know, we don't want to wait till there's an emergency to start using the word of God. We want to start using it in advance so it prevents things. You know, whether you're speaking the Our Father, praying that every day um, over your children whether you're speaking Psalm 91 and declaring that, you know, you memorize uh, these scriptures and on the way to work, at home when you're by yourself, cleaning, walking, sweeping, vacuuming, whatever, you sow the word of God, okay? And when you're sowing the word of God, remember the scripture says it always produces fruit and it doesn't come back empty. So, you know, I, I just remember... You know, when my brother went through his bone marrow transplant, I began to prophesy and speak before it came to that day. I didn't do it on that day because I just knew, you know, something had to be worked out in the spiritual realm for him to have a smooth, you know, um, healing. And and that's and and that's what we do. You know, the, the, you know, we when we sow the word of God, you're going to get 30, 60, 100 fold coming at you. Even if you're sowing the word of God and you need your healing. Okay, maybe you get 30% healing. Then you move you keep sowing it until you see your 100% manifestation because the word of God is the truth. It has power and God will always confirm his word. So you know, we have to understand that in you know, I think it says in Mark chapter 4 I don't know, it's 413, I think it is. It says, you know, Jesus tells a parable about the sowing of the word. You know, how will they understand if they don't sow my word? You know, 
we got to co-labor with God and bring these things to pass because it's, it's what the word tells us to do. You know, like Fernando said, you know, stop yourself. If it's nothing positive to say, even if it's somebody that you're not in agreement with, you know, we have to be careful not to slander that person. And we've all done it. I've done it. My, you know, younger years, I would, we'd be gossiping in the workplace and it's not the right thing to do. Instead, you know, you start praying Psalm 23 for the person so that you get that out of your, your heart and you start doing what the Bible says in First Peter 3, 9, which says, you know, that don't don't pay evil for evil um, or rebel for rebel. Um, instead, pray a blessing over the person so that you may inherit the blessing, right? Mm-hmm. Amen. I, I found a place right here where it says, how long must I put up with the wicked people? Then the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, With this wicked community and its complainings about me. Yes, I have heard the complaints uh-huh. the Israelite people are making against me. Now tell them this, As surely as I live, declares the Lord, I will do to you the very thing I heard you say. Okay, that's in verse 28 of 14. As surely as I live, declares mm-hmm. the Lord. Mm. How about if he would tell you that or mm. tell me that? Mm, yeah. Fernando, as surely as I live, declares the Lord, I will do the very thing I heard you say. Mm. Wow. Huh? Turn it around. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. I love it. There was another saying. He said, do as you have said. Yes. You know, the king would tell the magistrate, you made this and this plan. Do as you have said. Yeah. When you say it to mechanics or people, they'll turn around and look at you like, because you put them on the spot. As surely as I live, declares the Lord, I will do to you the very things I heard you you say. So the Lord is standing there. His angels are standing there. Mm. Satan wants us to say wrong things. He wants us to to attack each other, attack the public. Mm-hmm. Attack every uh, attack thing. Attack the president, the government. When, when, yeah. when we should be worshiping and praising God and singing songs unto Him and sending out blessings, sending out blessings, sending out blessings. That's our job as Christians, folks. Yeah. We have the power to bring the presence of God into it. Bless all our enemies. Bless all our neighbors. Don't, even if they're arrogant, the Lord will change it. It'll take a couple of years and you'll lose a couple of teeth just by smashing them. But keep thanking the God for your neighbors. Keep thanking God. Keep thanking God. I don't want to lose my teeth. <laughs> I'm scared. Oh, all right, baby, would you, take, would you take us home? Okay, let's, let's go with Mark chapter. Uh, we're going to the New Testament. Mark chapter 14. We start at verse 53. Um, and it says, And they led Jesus away to the high priest, and with him were assembled all the chief priests, the elders, and the scribes. But Peter followed him at a distance right into the courtyard of the high priest. And he sat with the servants and warned himself at the fire. Now the chief priests and all the council sought testimony against Jesus to put him to death, but found none. For many bore false witness against him. But their testimonies did not agree. Then some rose up and bore false witness against him, saying, We heard him say, I will destroy the temple made with the hands, and within three days. 
I will build another made without hands, but not even then did their testimony agree. And the high priest stood up in the midst and asked Jesus, saying, Do you answer nothing? What is it these men testify against you? But he kept silent and answered nothing. Wow, powerful. Again, the high priest asked him, saying to him, Are you the Christ, the Son of the Blessed? Jesus said, I am. And you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of the power and coming with the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest tore his clothes and said, What further need do we have of witnesses? You have heard the blasphemy. What do you think? And they all condemned him to be deserving of death. Then some began to spit on him and to blindfold him and to beat him and to say to him, Prophesy! And the officers struck him with the palms of their hands. Now, as Peter was below in the courtyard, one of the servant girls of the high priest came, and when she saw Peter warming himself, she looked at him and said, You also were with Jesus of Nazareth. But he denied it, saying, I neither know nor understand what you are saying. And he went out on the porch, and a rooster crowed. And the servant girl saw him again and began to say to those who stood by, this is one of them, but he denied again. Okay. And a little later, those who stood by said by Peter again, Surely you are one of them, before you, before you are a Galilean, and your speech shows it. Then he began to curse and swear, I do not know this man of whom you speak. A second time the rooster crowed, then Peter called to mind the word that Jesus has said to him, Before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. And when he thought about it, he wept. Wow. Amen. Gosh, Lord. So much here. Go ahead, babe. What do you think? Amen. Not three times and to the, the ceiling, ceiling if you love me. Twice on the pipe. If the answer is yes, yeah. <laughs> I guess we got to go back and listen to our song that we like. Amen. Well, um, you know, it's all happiness with Jesus Christ. Yes. You know, thinking that he he paid the price for us, but he was slapped and they blindfolded uh -huh, uh -huh. him, they hit him, and uh -huh. and they started there, and he knew it. I like the way he says, uh, "You will see the Son of Man." Mm. Jesus said, "I am," and uh -huh. you will see the Son of Man. Seated in a place of power at mm. God's right hand and coming in the clouds of heaven. That is an amazing. He told him, you will see that. Wow. So, uh, and, uh, and seated in a place of power. power. So, when we cry out to God, that's where he comes, where Jesus comes down as a warrior. I have seen him. I have prayed and, and cried. I said, Lord, the... The uh, the vicious enemies are getting close to me, just like King David. And I saw Jesus uh, fly down from heaven as a 300-foot warrior. And he asked me, he had a, he, and he said, Who's troubling you, my son? Those are exact words he used to me. And he was, and I was like, 
three inches in his heel, protected away from the back of his heel, and he was in stand of the warrior's position, going to battle. He goes, who's, who's bothering you, my son? Wow, I and love that it. that was like, wow, you, you, yeah. yeah, incredible, incredible vision. He was a, the warrior, Jesus Christ. He goes, I, I, he, he will come down and protect us because we are his. We are his. I have seen him beat guys up so, for you know, and uh, teach him to mess with me. You cry out to the Lord, the Lord will come and sweep down. But most of us, he, he expects for us to use his word and to be, like Jesus said, you are gods. You know, to speak properly, prophesy. The mm -hmm. best thing I can I can say for me is to is to speak his promises, you know, a little Amen. book the, the the promises of God. Amen. And speak them out on a daily basis with a big glass of water. Bless the mm -hmm. water, call the water wonderful water in unison and then speak your your scripture fates into the air that will take flight and come back someday and bless you. Oh wow. Amen. Well that's all I have for right now. Yeah, and just going back real quick, just a little bit in closing, um, you know, Peter denied that he knew Jesus three times. But the amazing thing is, you know, he recalled when Jesus told him what was going to happen. You know, he, uh, he it says here, uh, a second time the rooster cr uh, crowed. Then Peter called to mind the word that Jesus had said to him. Before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. Okay? And when he thought about it, he wept. So, it, 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 that's a powerful thing. Jesus told him beforehand, you know, I don't know, I don't know. He said, it says he wept. I'm sure he felt bad about it. But, you know, later on we're going to hear about the restoration of Peter when they were at the fire you know, and Jesus asked him, Peter, do you love me? Three you, times. <laughs> amen. Feed my sheep. We're going to hear that later. But what I'm saying is, even though Peter did this and it was wrong, Jesus forgives him later and restores him. I want to say amen. I want to say something about this. I finally got my thoughts together. Okay. That, uh, that he spoke to the people that weren't going to make it to heaven. He said, you're going to see... The Son of Man oh, coming yeah. in great power. Now he was speaking uh -huh. to the to the high priest, you mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. So in other words, though they're dead, they will be raised to see God's glory coming. Mm. You know, they're going to be. Yes. They're all going to be raised, and then Jesus uh, was hit for a few hours, tortured and death. Uh, this little eight-year-old girl said that that a person was on a wheel. And every time he turned around, the fire and the screeches and the scratches of the devils would tore there. And the, he would scream. And then when the person would come back on the wheel, his body would come back to regular. And then his face just shown that he's going into the, the screeching and the tearing of the, of the skin and everything. And he's going to uh, receive all that pain again. Eternity. He was stuck, stuck on that going around yeah. and around being torn his flesh but you know jesus flesh was torn once you know he went through that and then he lives forevermore of the pain 
So that's where we wants us to celebrate and rejoice. I have overcome the world. I have given you my peace, my sinless peace. I am the Lamb of God. Amen. You know, all this that he fulfilled the, the most honest pleasure of pleasing God and went into heaven, he's given us that as a gift, as an interest. His grace, his grace. We're Amen. covered. When God sees us, folks, he sees the blood of Jesus, of his son, covered. We're sinless. We're sinless. Hard to receive it. Receive the love of God. It's one of the hardest right. things for us to see. Uh, amen. And, and I'll just say this. The same little girl on YouTube was eight years old. She said, oh, she goes, oh, by the way, Michael Jackson's down there. You know, what happened is she, she on a little uh, uh, surgery, she went to heaven, and then she was taken to hell. And she was walking around hell, and she said, Michael Jackson's down there. She goes, the devils keep telling him to dance and to grab himself like he did. And they all laugh and, and, and they're poking him and hitting him and everything. And they say, okay, dance again. Dance again. For eternity, he's there uh, with an anguished look. There's no rest in the same situation. But you believe that? You believe that? Oh, I believe it. All right, well... That's what the little girl said. <laughs> okay, commit your heart, your actions, your wisdom, and your will to God. Pray for God's rescue. Amen. Psalm 53, 1 and 6. We commit our hearts, Lord. Lord, we commit our hearts. We commit our actions. We commit our wisdom. We commit our will to God. We pray for God's rescue to rescue us, Lord. Help us. We commit our heart, our actions, our wisdom, and our will. Psalm 53, verse 1 through 6. Only fools say in their heart there is no God. They are corrupt and their actions are evil. Not one of them does good. God looks down from heaven on the entire human race. He looks to see if anyone is truly wise, if anyone seeks God. But no, all have turned away. All have become corrupt. Not one does good. Not a single one. Will those who do evil never learn? They eat up my people like bread and wouldn't think of praying to God. Terror will grip them. Terror like they have never known before. God will scatter the bones of your enemies. You will put them to shame for God has rejected them. Who will come from Mount Zion to rescue Israel? When God restores his people, Jacob will shout with joy and Israel will rejoice. Amen. And Proverbs 11.4 Riches won't help on the day of judgment, but right living can save you from death. Amen. Amen. Um, it's kind of hard to understand this verse. Well, not hard. If we if we take our time, we can find out the the one is that I'd like the part where it says they wouldn't even think of praying to God. Mm. You know, uh, people that eat up my people that keep mocking and and complaining, criticizing and condemning, mm. and are not even thinking of praying to God. Mm. God will scatter the bones of those enemies and will put them to shame. God, 
The other thing that I see here is is uh, paranoia. Paranoia hits people, and it, it mentioned it right here. That you know that it, it's if we don't pray to God, we're susceptible to paranoia at times. Mm. All right, let's go ahead and finish up. Would you finish up a simple prayer, babe? We kept the people for long. Thank you, guys, for if you kept this long, you're a wonderful person. Wonderful. <laughs> Father God, we just thank you. We thank you that um, we heard your word, and we, we know that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. And we thank you that we have read your word, we believe your word, and thank you for teaching us and speaking to our hearts. And thank you that the people under the sound of our voice are going to receive your word, seek you, and believe in the Lord Jesus Christ so they may prosper. So, Father, thank you for this time. We bless the word. We believe it's going to produce fruit. And we just thank you for being such an awesome, awesome God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, folks. In Jesus' name. I want to thank you everyone to coming today's March 10th Bible reading. Lord, open our eyes and once again and our ears and our hearts uh, and to tell us what your word is saying. Holy That's a lot of work, 45 minutes, 48. Mm -hmm. as well which is this March 10th huh? March 10th we went all the way back to March okay I'm gonna make the smoothie now babe okay okay and um It's good for us to be mentioning something like that. Like what? That's little girl's testimony, right? Was it too tough? It was. It was a little bit. Way out there. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Or like a condemnation. Huh? Yeah. I mean, 
I think like, I know we've heard two a couple out of people. character. Yeah, I think we know that we've heard that testimony two times uh-huh. or two or three times out there, right? Uh-huh. There was one girl that we we heard. I just don't don't know that that's our role to yeah. to you know to throw so much tragic yeah. explanations well, did, out yeah. there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think we can cut that out. But I just was thinking about it. I didn't feel right like Oh, you know, I mean, it, 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 for us, we believe that, right? And they're gonna, they're gonna look and say, "Well, that's kind of weird," you know. Oh, that's good. We, we don't huh? want that. We want them to We're stay on the word like of God, like, and that's her experience. Yeah, you just know. preach the word. Huh? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of coping say, like, uh, it's not like, uh, like spooky, huh? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Well, that was said right at the end. Maybe I can yeah. edit it out. Yeah, maybe you can edit that out somehow. Yeah, I can cut yeah. it out, and I can still save your uh, yeah my prayer. Your prayer. Yeah. We're getting better at it, baby. Good. Okay, I agree with you. If you feel you feel right in your spirit. Yeah. And then how'd you feel when I was trying to imitate God when I was reading it? Oh. It, yeah, I think it's a little bit too much drama, theater. <laughs> Kenneth Copeland. I think you're good. You sure you're not Kenneth Copeland's part of his? All right, baby, we'll take your advice. Yeah. Maybe, you know, not right here. I got you real easy, Chris. Yeah. Thank God it's in the end. It's not. Yeah, thank God. You know, I just want us to stick to the, the word, you know. Grip them. Terror like they have never known before. God will scatter the bones of your enemies. You will put them to shame, for God has rejected this. Come from Mount Zion to rescue When God restores his people, Jacob will shout with joy, and Israel will rejoice. Amen. And Proverbs 11:4, riches won't help on the day of judgment, but right living can save you from death. Amen. Um, Today I'm reading out of Deuteronomy chapter 29, towards uh, 30, 20, verse 20. Some of these great scriptures that spoke to my heart today. Uh, right here, Moses summons all Israel and says, All the great tests of strength and mirac- miraculous signs and amazing wonders. But this day the Lord has not given you minds that understand, nor eyes to see, nor ears that hear. For forty years I led you through the wilderness, yet your clothes and sandals did not wear out. You ate no bread and drank no wine or other alcoholic drink, but he gave you food so you would know that he is the Lord your God. And then it goes on to say, Therefore obey the terms of this covenant so that you will prosper in everything you do. And then it goes to say, You are standing here today to enter into that covenant of the Lord your God, the Lord is making this covenant, including the curses. By entering into the covenant today, I will establish you as his people and confirm that he is your God, just as he promised you, as he swore to your ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He says, I am making this covenant both with you who stand here today in the presence of the Lord our God and also with the future generation who are not standing here today. 
And then it goes on to say, verse, uh, chapter 30, verse 3, Then the Lord your God will restore your fortunes. He will have mercy on you and gather you back from all nations where he scattered you. God will gather you from there and bring you back again. The Lord your God will return you to the land that belongs to your ancestors, and you will possess the land again. Then he will make you even more prosperous and numerous than your ancestors. The Lord your God will change your heart and the hearts of your descendants, so that you will love him with all your heart and soul, so that you may live. The Lord your God will then make you successful in everything you do. He will give you many children and numerous livestock, and he will cause your fields to produce abundant harvest, for the Lord will again delight in being good to you, as he, as he was to your ancestors. The Lord your God will delight in you if you obey his voice and keep the commands and decrees written in this book of instruction and if you turn to the Lord your God with all your heart and soul this command I am giving you today is not too difficult for you to understand and it is not beyond your reach it is not kept in heaven so distant that you may ask who will go up to heaven and bring it down so we can hear it and obey it it is not kept beyond the sea so far away that you must ask who will cross the sea to bring it to us so we can hear it and obey no, the message is very close at hand. It is on your lips and in your heart so that you can obey it. Now listen, today I am giving you a choice between death, between life, between prosperity and disaster. For I command you this day to love the Lord your God and keep his commands, decrees, and regulations by walking in his ways. If you do this, you will live and multiply and the Lord your God will bless you and the land you are about to enter and occupy. Amen. 19, verse 19, 30, 19. Today I have given you the choice between life and death, between blessings and curses. Now I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice you make. Oh, that you would choose life so that you and your descendants might live. You can make this choice by loving the Lord your God, obeying him, and committing yourself firmly to him. This is the key to your life. And if you love and obey the Lord, you will live long in the land the Lord swore to give your ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we, we seek you. We ask you, Lord God, for control. Lord, for instructions and reproofs as the way of life. Teach us, Lord, what our calling is through Jesus Christ now that we have a new covenant, Lord. That we are consistently, you have put your laws in our hearts, and we obey them by praising you and thanking you. And when we mess up, we say, Uncle, we messed up, and you reward us in our mess-ups. So it's a no-lose situation with Jesus Christ our Lord. Even if we stray with gambling and, and other junk in our lives, you will always, we, as long as we acknowledge you and say, Lord, I am the, the strength of Jesus, I am the righteousness and right standing with Jesus, those words will come to pass. We will eventually have that. We thank you, Lord God, for allowing heaven and earth, the water, 
and the earth to be a witness, Lord, in what our choices are. We say, restore our fortunes. Lord, we say, let there be prosperity continually in our lives, in our homes, in our resources where we have chosen to obey the Lord God by worshiping and praising Him. And the only one we're to fear is God Himself. For in Matthew, uh, in Matthew chapter 12, verse 6, I believe, it says, Oh, actually, uh, 4. Dear friends, don't be afraid of those who want to kill your body. They cannot do any more to you after that. In other words, you'll, you'll be promoted to heaven. You'll win. But I tell you whom to fear. It says, fear God who has the power to kill you and then throw you into hell. Yes, he is the one to fear. It's interesting. You know, we always, all our lives were taught that God is loving Father. So I think that's why we're not taught to fear him, that he's able to kill us and throw us into hell which I've seen him do to many people. You know, he just, they ain't never going to learn. Uh, so he just, you know, wipes them out and throws them into hell very easily. So, uh, but through Jesus Christ, we have a witness in our hearts, a promise. And all we do is we activate that promise. And we, God lovingly, happily wants to glorify his covenant with us his son, Jesus, that we said yes to him. You know, in this world, we have many problems. Uh, all we say is that we say to the problems, glory, glory be. And God kicks in, great things happen. All right, man. And from Glendora, Fernando, God bless you. I want to thank you everyone to coming today's March 10 Bible reading. Lord, open our eyes once again and our ears and our hearts uh, and to tell us what your word is saying. Holy Spirit, come. Jesus Christ, come. Father in heaven, hold us in your hands and help us to flourish in your time and your word for your will to be done in our lives. We are obedient, Lord, by reading your word an hour a day, Lord. We thank you for this time we have together. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Reading today will be Numbers chapter 14, verse 1 for March 10. Then the whole community began weeping out loud. They cried all night. Their voices rose in a great chorus of protest against Moses and Aaron. If only we had died in Egypt or even here in the wilderness. They complain, why is the Lord taking us to this country only to have us die in battle? Our wives and our little ones will be carried off as plunder. Wouldn't it be better for us to return to Egypt? Then they plotted among themselves, let's choose a new leader and go back to Egypt. Then Moses and Aaron fell down on their face ground before the whole community of Israel. Two of the men who had explored the land, Joshua son of Nun and Caleb son of Jephunneh, tore their clothing, they said, to all the people of Israel. 
The land we travel through and explore is a wonderful land, and if the Lord is pleased with us, He will bring us safely into that land and give it to us. It is a rich land flowing with milk and honey. Do not rebel against the Lord, and don't be afraid of the people of the land. They are only helpless prey to us. They have no protection, but the Lord is with us. Don't be afraid of them. But the whole community began to talk about stoning Joshua and Caleb. Then the glorious presence of the Lord appeared to all the Israelites at the tabernacle. And the Lord said to Moses, How long will these people treat me with contempt? Will they never believe me, even after all these miraculous signs I have done among them? I will disown them and destroy them with a plague. Then I will make you into a nation greater and mightier than they are. But Moses objected. What will the Egyptians think when they hear about it? He asked the Lord. They know full well the power you displayed in rescuing your people from Egypt. Now if you destroy them, the Egyptians will send a report to the inhabitants of this land who have already heard that you live among your people. They know, Lord, that you have appeared to your people face to face and that your pillar of cloud hovers over them. They know that you go before them in the pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night. Now, if you slaughter all these people with a single blow, the nations that have heard of your fame will say, The Lord was not able to bring them into the land he swore to give them, so he killed them in the wilderness. Please, Lord, prove that your power is as great as you have claimed. For you said, The Lord is slow to anger and filled with unfailing love, forgiving every kind of sin and rebellion. But he does not excuse the guilty. He lays the sins of the parents upon the children. The entire family is afflicted, even children in the third and fourth generation. In keeping with your magnificent unfailing love, Please pardon the sins of these people, just as you have forgiven them ever since they left Egypt. Then the Lord said, I will pardon them as you have requested. But as surely as I live and as surely as the earth is filled with the Lord's glory, not one of these people will ever enter that land. They have all seen my glorious presence and the miraculous signs I performed both in Egypt and in the wilderness, but again and again they have tested me by refusing to listen to my voice. They will never ever even see the land I swore to give their ancestors. None of those who have treated me with contempt will ever see it. But my servant Caleb has a different attitude than the others have. He has remained loyal to me, so I will bring him into the land he explored. His descendants will possess their full share of the land. Now turn around and don't go on toward the land where the Amalekites and Canaanites live. Tomorrow you must set out for the wilderness in the direction of the Red Sea. Then the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, How long must I put up with this wicked community and its complaints about me? Yes, I have heard the complaints the Israelites are making against me. Now tell me this, as surely as I live, declares the Lord, 
I will do to you the very thing I heard you say. You will all drop dead in the wilderness because you complain against me. Every one of you who is 20 years old or older and was included in the registration will die. You will not enter and occupy the land I swore to give you. The only exception will be Caleb, son of Jephunneh, and Joshua, son of Nun. You said your children would be carried off as a plunder. Well, I will bring them safely into the land, and they will enjoy what you have despised. But as for you, you will drop dead in the wilderness, and your children will be like shepherd herds wandering in the wilderness for 40 years. In this way, they will pay for your faithlessness until the last of you dies dead in the wilderness. Because your men explored the land for 40 days, you must wander in the wilderness for 40 years, a year for each day, suffering the consequences of your sins. Then you will discover that it is like what it is like to have me for an enemy. I, the Lord, have spoken. I will certainly do these things to every member of the community who has conspired against me. They will be destroyed here in this wilderness, and here they will die. <clears throat> the men, the ten men Moses has sent to explore the land, the ones who incited rebellion against the Lord with their bad report, were struck dead with a plague before the Lord. Of all the twelve who had explored the land, only Joshua and Caleb remain alive. When Moses reported the Lord's word to all the Israelites, the people were filled with grief. Then they got up early the next morning and went to the top of the range of hills. Let's go, they said. We realize that we have sinned, but now we are ready to enter the land of the Lord has promised to us. But Moses said, Why are you now disobeying the Lord's orders to return to the wilderness? It won't work. Do not go up into the land now. You will only be crushed by your enemies because the Lord is not with you. When you face the Amalekites and Canaanites in battle, you will be slaughtered. The Lord will abandon you because you have abandoned the Lord. But the people defiantly pushed ahead towards the hill country, even though neither Moses nor the Ark of the Lord's Covenant left the camp. Then the Amalekites and the Canaanites who lived in those hills came down and attacked them and chased them back as far as Hormah. Then the Lord told Moses, Give the following instruction to these people of Israel. When you finally settle in the land I am giving you, you will offer special gifts as a pleasing aroma to the Lord. These gifts may take the form of a burnt offering, a sacrifice to fulfill a vow, a voluntary offering, or an offering of any, at any of your annual festivals. And they may be taken from your herds of cattle or your flocks of sheep and goats. When you present these offerings, you must also give the Lord a grain offering of two quarts of choice flour mixed with one quart of olive oil for each lamb offer as a burnt offering or a special sacrifice you must also present one quart of wine as a liquid offering if the sacrifice is a ram give a grain offering of four quarts of choice flour mixed with a third of a gallon of olive oil and give a third of a gallon of wine as a liquid offering 
This will be a pleasing aroma to the Lord. When you present a young bull as a burnt offering or as a sacrifice to fulfill a vow or as a peace offering to the Lord, you must also give a grain offering of six quarts of choice flour mixed with two quarts of olive oil and give two quarts of wine as a liquid offering. This will be a special gift, pleasing aroma to the Lord. Each sacrifice of a bull, ram, lamb, or young goat should be prepared in this way. Follow the instructions with each offering you present. All of you native-born Israelites must follow these instructions when you order a special gift as a pleasing aroma to the Lord. And if any foreigners visit you or live among you and want to present a special offering as a pleasing aroma to the Lord, they must follow these same procedures. Native-born Israelites and foreigners are equal before the Lord and are subject to the same decrees. This is the permanent law for you to be observed from generation to generation. The same instructions and regulations will apply both to you and to the foreigners living among you. Amen. That was the reading of Numbers 14 to 15, verse 16. In these studies... Okay, Anna, would you like to comment on that? Yeah. Well, it just begins very negatively in the beginning uh, when the people were weeping and crying out and complaining uh, and their words that they spoke um, where it says, if only we had died in the land of Egypt, okay, or if only we had died in this wilderness, why has the Lord brought us to this land to fall by the sword? Okay, that our wives and children should become victims. Would it not be better for us to return to Egypt? So right there, it just shows that the Lord has already done much for the people. And they're complaining. And that just, is, that just stood out really to me. Because when we speak something, our words mean something. It has power. You know, it says in the book of Proverbs, I think 10.22, that there's life and death in the power of the words, and you'll eat the fruit thereof. So here are the people seeing all these signs and wonders that the Lord did for them while they're traveling through the wilderness, and their faith is not even anywhere near after seeing all that that's happened. So it just goes to say that complaining doesn't buy us anything it just pushes pushes our faith further back and it takes our hope from us and it it steals it's like the enemy stealing from you already you know he comes to take your your joy your peace whatever he can take he'll take anything good um and i think that's a good lesson for us today like are we thankful for where we're at right now even though it's not perfect are we uh, do we believe that God has good plans for us? Do we do we believe His word and His promises? And if so, when we're going through those trials, then speak those things out. Um, you know, um, 
So that's kind of what really came out that, you know, do I really want to go back to the past where I came from before I was born again? No. You know, do I, do I want to walk in the world the way I used to and things weren't as successful for me? I don't want to go back. I may not have seen the Lord. I mean, I may have seen the Lord on my, uh, his miracles on my life. Yes. But these people, I mean, if a pillar of cloud was available to you in the heat, wouldn't you be grateful here out in Glendora when it gets to be 110, the, the Lord sends a pillar of shade to you? I mean, I would just be jumping for joy, but that's me. Um, so, and then you, and then you got that, uh, Joshua and Caleb who went to spy out the land and they came back with a good report you know um, where the people were afraid and they're trying to convince the others um, that they're going to a good land okay of milk and honey and don't be afraid but I like this part and I've heard it recently in the teachings the few teachings I've been listening to this year it says in number nine uh, 14 9 it says only do not rebel against the Lord nor fear the people of the land for they are our bread their protection has departed from them and the Lord is with us do not fear them okay so they came back the two and they said look where we're going we got this because the Lord is with us and um, the, they're that's our bread that's where we're going to eat you know from these big giants or whatever it's going to give us you know the bread for today this is kind of interesting um do not be afraid okay um so then they got you know they brought the good word right they brought a good word that that said hey this is a good place in my version it says here the land we passed through to spy out is an exceedingly good land if the lord delights in us then he will bring us into this land and he gave it to us okay so that that's a good point because they've already said that you know what it what it is that they saw okay and so now the congregation isn't happy with that okay so now what um, they're they're about to get stoned <laughs> by the people because they didn't hear the positive things that the Lord had. Um, wow! So I thought that was interesting. And okay, so what else did you think? Well, you know, there's so many beautiful things that we read here. But the point is, I really like the way Moses' attitude was towards God. Oh, yeah. That's he another... says, please, Lord, prove that your power is as great as you have claimed. That's verse 17, Numbers 14. For you said, the Lord is slow to anger and filled with unfailing mm, love. Amen, yes. Forgiving every kind of sin and rebellion, but he does not excuse the guilty does not excuse the guilty. He lays the sins of the parents upon the children, upon the entire families affected. So if I'm complaining, I'm cursing myself and I'm affecting my family, so to speak. Uh, that's what it says here. I will not excuse the guilty, the guilty ones. Uh, 
it says, In keeping with your magnificent, unfailing love, Lord, please pardon the sins of his people just as you have forgiven them ever since they left Egypt. Then the Lord said, I will pardon them as you have requested. But as surely as I live and as surely as their earth is filled with the Lord's glory, isn't that wonderful that we know there's a God and he's good because the earth is full of his glory. Amen. Now, one of these people will ever enter the land. So because of God's glory, we should already been believing. And they became immune to believing, you know. It was like, oh, yeah, the cloud is always there. Right. Oh, the, you know. the Yeah, yeah. no the, big deal. The mm. fire is always there at the nighttime. Like the sun, you know, oh, the sun is always there. The air, oh, the air is always there. They all have seen my glorious presence and the miraculous signs I performed both in Egypt and in the wilderness. But again and again, they have tested me by refusing to listen to, to my voice. They will never ever see the land I swear to give unto us. And I like this. Caleb has a different attitude. Yes. It's all about attitude, folks. Yes. Giving God the benefit of the doubt. There's so much glory of creation we don't have we don't have any footing to stand on even though the earth belongs to the Lord everything above ground is a miracle that's why we have an incredible amount of benefits and the minute we complain we cut ourselves up you know further from the from the already established blessings we're complaining from established blessings already things that we didn't work for you know, and then, and then you go to complaining, you are going to cut yourself off for the things that really matter. I, I am sorry, Lord, if I said anything wrong this morning. I was kidding around with Anna, and I pray, Lord God, in Jesus' name, you forgive me for my wrong words, Lord God. May I do something to make up for them, Lord God. Now, tell, okay, amen. What do you think? Yeah, uh, I really like this part that's first of all i love the way moses you know brought god back to his remembrance of who he is Mm -hmm. and hey if you do that to the people they're just going to say you couldn't you couldn't you weren't powerful and you couldn't you couldn't bring them to where you said you're going to do you know he kind of like just they had a family squabble yeah (laughs) but you know moses is is brave enough to talk to god on that level right be honest with him hey you know god took it his his input into consideration you know which i thought you know wow that's pretty remarkable that you know we we can we can work with god we can co-labor with him we can bring him into remembrance of his word you know the scripture says that god says for us to put him into remembrance of his word so just it there's no problem hey you remind god god your word says this thank you for performing your word it never comes back void you start using those kind of um you know just like moses did moses not afraid you know to come out and say tell it like it was you know in a respectful way because he's saying hey you know you're you're a god of mercy you're forgiving you've um you're long suffering you know and he just pleaded with him you know it says i pray according to the greatness of your mercy just as you have forgiven this people from egypt even until now so that's powerful you know but caleb going back to caleb here 
Caleb and Joshua, they went out, they spied the land. You know, we want to be like a Joshua and Caleb. We want to have a difference. My translation here, New King James says, you know, Caleb has, God said, Caleb has a different spirit. Okay. So, I mean, ask ourselves, do I have a different spirit than what the world says? Do I go out and complain, oh, I have to wear a mask in the COVID environment if it's saving your life? You know, that kind of thing. Um, you know, do I, do I, I want to have the spirit of Caleb on me, you know, to be able to, to scope it out and see that God is in the mix somewhere. He's going to work it out. You know, um, we, you know, even in these times, I'm just going to speak for right now is that, you know, there's a lot going on in the world right now and it's easy to get caught up in all the negative activities or events that are taking place but what what do we have to hang on to we have God we have Jesus and his the work that he did at the cross to know that the promises say hey I'm gonna get through this because I put my hope in the Lord and that you know yes whatever's going around me you know Psalm 91 protects me you know the Lord is my shepherd provides for me he's with me he's with us you know, where we're constantly refreshing our our thoughts on those things. No weapon formed against us is going to prosper. You know, we can't be like, we have to have that different spirit in the way of the world. We can't just go, oh, everything's doom and gloom. I mean, if I if I think in that those terms, you know, that's what I'm going to attract. And I, I don't want that at all. So I really like that Caleb and, you know, in this time, we got to have a different spirit so that we can encourage someone else right so I like that a lot and then um, yeah and then you know it, it looks like the people changed their minds it says we're gonna go to the top of the mountain here we go to the place which the Lord has promised even though they've been t- you know they've been told they're not gonna go there amen yeah. you know I like the uh, how this Bible explains uh, Right here it says, The land we traveled through and explored is a wonderful land. Mm-hmm. And it, and if the Lord is pleased with us, He will bring us safely into that land and give it to us. Yes, amen. It is a rich land flowing with milk okay. and honey. Amen. Do not rebel against the Lord. Don't be afraid of the people of the land. They are only helpless prey to us. They have no protection, but the Lord is with us. Don't be afraid of them. I wonder if it's true for human beings, you know, uh, a turtle will have a thousand eggs and only about a hundred of them will make them make it to the ocean. The rest will be eaten up by, you know, they won't make it because of the accidents or they'll go the wrong way, whatever. I said that because a lot of us get, God gives us dreams and visions. Let's say, for instance, God gave me a dream to be a good pilot. And what, did I end up going to school? Did I end up, I tried going to school. I tried reading the pilot books and so forth. I jumped out of an airplane to see if I catch the spirit. Uh, yeah, I did use a parachute. But, you know, uh, what I'm saying is, most likely, uh, that dream is not going to be fulfilled. What I'm saying is, is uh, I was comfortable with my paycheck. I'm comfortable working for somebody else. And God says, take a big risk. Here's a dream, medical. 
here's a dream and in doing something great for the Lord and for the finances something that we were made to go and capture the land it takes a lot of work a lot of a lot of dedication so I like to ask you folks remember it's never too late we can do something of God's will we have to uh, say Lord I can do something uh, bless me in this time we have now that I may be able to do something give me that that Caleb attitude Amen. that I can I can fulfill some purpose of your purpose for my life I can fulfill it I can not be comfortable with uh, where I'm at now, but go out there and seize my land. Amen. I had a thought, but it flee from me. Yeah. Okay, we didn't really touch too much on the offerings that the Lord told Moses to tell them about. You know, when they go into come into the land you are to inhabit, which I'm giving you, make these offerings by fire. You know, it mentioned a grain offering, a wine offering, a burnt offering, um, a flower offering, I guess. I'm not sure. A a burnt offering, a peace offering, all of these offerings they got to come forth with. And I'm just saying, I think the Lord knows how to, he likes measurement, right? Two tenths here. Pin of oil there, one fourth of this. You know, it's, it's, it's very remarked. You know, it's just very precise. It's enough to drive you to drinking. <laughs> I'm like, Lord, it's, it's thank God lot. that we're not. Thank here. God for Jesus, our Lord, that fulfilled it and made it easy for us. Amen. That's what I want. That thank you for. You know, we, we, because of His sacrifice. I mean, we got it. It's it's too easy not to do. To get on our knees and pray is too easy not to do. To have a Bible study like we're doing for an hour a day, it's too easy not to do. To ask God to restore us on our dream or His His dream for us is too easy. Ask Him to give us the craving to get it. Amen. Ask us to give us the desire to do that will of that plan that He showed us. You know, I'm still young enough to get in the airplane and be a good. Yeah, person. I mean. Youthful, come I am on. youthful, hallelujah. I am a giant in the Glendora business community. Okay. Amen. So um, we're moving now into the New Testament. I had one more yes. thing. I, I haven't been able to say it. The Lord word says, the Lord heard you say, you said something. He said, you, you said, you complained. You said, the Lord heard you say. And he goes, I will, I will let you have what you said. Mm. He mm. goes, you said it, you get to keep those words. You know? Yeah, yeah, that, that was in there. You know, so we have to be extremely mm-hmm. careful. What we need to say yeah. is always say the opposite of yes. what you're feeling. Exactly. Don't speak it. You know? If it's negative, don't speak it. Words have power. We have to give God the benefit of the doubt. Why do we go to God right away and complain to Him when something doesn't work? It's because people make choices, other people make choices, and and we're under choices of other people, and that is not God's fault. He's given us free will. So we, we have to make the right choice by being an adult and say, well, this is not God's fault. You know, it's circumstances out of my hands that's happened to me, but we, don't, we usually cry to God like children, say, God, why did you let this happen? Yeah. 
you know but we we usually as we didn't get into prayer the days before the weeks even if we did and circumstance happened we have to be thanking God and be a be on the cutting edge iron sharpens iron you know be be in in the kingdom of God through his word amen so safest place there is yeah I, I, I want to just speak a little bit about that because you know we don't want to wait till there's an emergency to start using the word of God we want to start using it in advance so it prevents things you know whether you're speaking the ark father praying that every day um, over your children whether you're speaking Psalm 91 and declaring that mem- you know you memorize uh, these scriptures and on the way to work at home when you're by yourself cleaning walking sweeping vacuuming whatever you sow the word of God okay and when you're sowing the word of God remember the scripture says it always produces fruit and it doesn't come back empty so you know I I just remember you know when my brother went through his bone marrow transplant I began to prophesy and speak before it came to that day I didn't do it on that day because I just knew you know something had to be worked out in the spiritual realm for him to have a smooth you know um, healing and and that's and and that's what we do you know that this you know we when we sow the Word of God you're gonna get 30 60 hundred fold coming at you even if you're sowing the Word of God and you need your healing okay maybe you get 30% healing then you move you keep sowing it until you see your hundred percent manifestation because the word of God is the truth it has power and God will always confirm his word so you know we have to understand that in you know I think it says in Mark chapter 4 I don't know it's 4 4 13 I think it is it says you know Jesus tells a parable about the sowing of the word you know how will they understand if they don't sow my word you know we got to co-labor with God and bring these things to pass because it's it's what the word tells us to do you know like Fernando said you know stop yourself if it's nothing positive to say even if it's somebody that you're not in agreement with you know we have to be careful not to slander that person and we've all done it I've done it my you know younger years I would we'd be gossiping in the workplace and it's not the right thing to do Instead, you know, you start praying Psalm 23 for the person so that you get that out of your, your heart and you start doing what the Bible says in 1 Peter 3, 9, which says, you know, that don't don't pay evil for evil um, or rebel for rebel. Um, instead, pray a blessing over the person so that you may inherit the blessing, right? Mm-hmm. Amen. I, I found a place right here where it says, How long must I put up with the wicked people? Lord said to Moses and Aaron, with this wicked community and its complainings about me. Yes, I have heard the complaints the Israelite people are making against me. Now tell them this, as surely as I live, declares the Lord, I will do to you the very thing I heard you say. Okay, that's in verse 28 of 14. As surely as I live, declares the Lord. How about if he would tell you that? 
Don't tell me that. Mm, yeah. Fernando, as surely as I live, declares the Lord, I will do the very thing I heard you say. Mm. Wow. Huh? Turn it around. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. I love it. There was another saying. He said, do as you have said. Yes. You know, the king would tell the magistrate, you made this and this plan. Do as you have said. Yeah. When you say it to mechanics or people, they'll turn around and look at you like, because you put them on the spot. As surely as I live, declares the Lord, I will do to you the very things I heard you you say. So the Lord is standing there. His angels are standing yeah. there. Satan wants us to say wrong things. He wants us to, to attack each other, attack the public, mm-hmm. attack every uh, Attack thing. the president, the government. When, when, yeah. when we should be worshiping and praising God and singing songs unto him. And sending out blessings, sending out blessings, sending out blessings. That's our job as Christians, folks. Yeah. We have the power to bring the presence of God into it. Bless all our enemies. Bless all our neighbors. Don't, even if they're arrogant, the Lord will change it. It'll take a couple of years and you'll lose a couple of teeth just by smashing them. <laughs> Keep thanking the God for your neighbors. Keep thanking God. Keep thanking God. I don't want to lose my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared. Well, would, you take, would you take us home? Okay, let's, let's go with Mark chapter. Uh, we're going to the New Testament. Mark chapter 14. We start at verse 53. Um, and it says, And they led Jesus away to the high priest, and with him were assembled all the chief priests, the elders, and the scribes, But Peter followed him at a distance right into the courtyard of the high priest, and he sat with the servants and warmed himself at the fire. Now the chief priests and all the council sought testimony against Jesus to put him to death, but found none, for many bore false witness against him, but their testimonies did not agree. Then some rose up and bore false false witness against him saying we heard him say I will destroy the temple made with the hands and within three days I will build another made without hands but not even then did their testimony agree and the high priest stood up in the midst and asked Jesus saying do you answer nothing what is it these men testify against you but he kept silent and answered nothing Again the high priest asked him, saying to him, Are you the Christ, the Son of the Blessed? Jesus said, I am. And you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of the power and coming with the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest tore his clothes and said, What further need do we have of witnesses? You have heard the blasphemy. What do you think? And they all condemned him to be deserving of death. Then some began to spit on him and to blindfold him and to beat him and to say to him, Prophesy! And the officers struck him with the palms of their hands. Now, as Peter was below in the courtyard, one of the servant girls of the high priest came And when she saw Peter warming himself, she looked at him and said, You also were with Jesus of Nazareth. 
But he denied it, saying, I neither know nor understand what you are saying. And he went out on the porch, and a rooster crowed. And the servant girl saw him again and began to say to those who stood by, This is one of them. But he denied again. Okay. And a little later, those who stood by said by Peter again, Surely you are one of them. Before you, before you are a Galilean, and your speech shows it. Then he began to curse and swear. I do not know this man of whom you speak. A second time the rooster crowed. Then Peter called to mind the word that Jesus has said to him, Before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. And when he thought about it, he wept. Wow. Amen. Not three times and to the, the ceiling if you want me. Twice on the pipe. If the answer is you. <laughs> I guess we got to go back and listen to our song that we like. Amen. Well, um, you know, it's all happiness with Jesus Christ. Yes. You know, I was thinking that he, he paid the price for us, but he was slapped and they blindfolded uh-huh, uh-huh. him and hit him and, uh-huh. and they started their... And he knew it. I like the way he says, uh, you will see the Son of Man. Mm. Jesus said, I am, and you will see the Son of Man seated in the place of power at Mm. God's right hand and coming in the clouds of heaven. That is an amazing. He told him, you will see that. Wow. So, uh, and and seated in the place of power. Power. when we cry out to God, that's where He comes, where Jesus comes down as a warrior. I have seen Him. I have prayed and, and cried. I said, Lord, the the, uh, the vicious enemies are getting close to me, just like King David. And I saw Jesus uh, fly down from heaven as a 300-foot warrior. And He asked me, he had a, he, and He said, Who's troubling you, my son? Those are exact words He used to me. And he was, and I was like three inches in his heel, protected away from the back of his heel. And he was in stand of the warrior's position, going to battle. He goes, who's, who's bothering you, my son? Wow. I and love that it. was like, wow. Yeah. yeah. Incredible. Incredible muscles. vision. He was a, the warrior, Jesus Christ. He goes, I, I, he, he will come down and protect us because we are his. We are his. I have seen him beat guys up so, for you know, and uh, teach him to mess with me. You cry out to the Lord, the Lord will come and sweep down. But most of us, he, he expects for us to use his word and to be, like Jesus said, you are God's. You know, to speak properly, prophesy. Mm-hmm. The best thing I can, I can say for me is to, is to speak his promises you know a little amen. book the, the, the promises of god amen and speak them out on a daily basis with a big glass of water bless the water call the water wonderful water in unison and then speak your your scripture face into the air that will take flight and come back someday and bless you oh. wow. amen well 
that's all I have for right now. Yeah, and just going back real quick, just a little bit in closing, um, you know, Peter denied that he knew Jesus three times, but the amazing thing is, you know, he recalled when Jesus told him what was going to happen. You know, he, uh, he it says here, uh, a second time the rooster cr- uh, crowed, then Peter called to mind the word that Jesus had said to him, before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times, okay? And when he thought about it, he wept. So, it, 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 that's a powerful thing. Jesus told him beforehand, you know, I don't know, I don't know. He said, since he wept, I'm sure he felt bad about it, but, you know, later on we're going to hear about the restoration of Peter when they were at the fire, you know, and Jesus asked him, Peter, do you love me? Three times. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Feed my sheep. We're going to hear that later, but what I'm saying is, even though Peter did this and it was wrong, Jesus forgives him later and restores him. I want to say amen. I want to say something about this. I finally got my thoughts together. Okay. That um, that he spoke to the people that weren't going to make it to heaven. He said, you're going to see the Son of Man okay. coming in great power. Now, he was speaking uh-huh. to, the, to the high priest, you know. Mm-hmm. So, in other words, though they're dead, they'll be raised to see God's glory coming. Mm. You know, they're going to be... Yes. They're all going to be raised... And then Jesus uh, was hit for a few hours, tortured and death. Uh, this little eight-year-old girl said that, that a person was on a wheel, and every time he turned around, the fire and the screeches and the scratches of the devils would tore there, and the, he would scream. And then when the person would come back on the wheel, his body would come back to regular. And then his face just shown that he's going into the the screeching and the tearing of the, of the skin and everything, and he's going to uh, receive all that pain again. Eternity, he was stuck on, stuck on that, going around and around, being torn, his flesh. But, you know, Jesus' flesh was torn once. You know, he went through it, and then he lives forevermore of the pain. So that's where we wants us to celebrate and rejoice. I have overcome the world. I have given you my peace, my sinless peace. I am the Lamb of God. Amen. You know, all this that he fulfilled the the most honest pleasure of pleasing God and went into heaven. He's given us that as a gift, as an interest. His grace, his grace. We're covered. When God sees us, folks, he sees the blood of Jesus, of his son covered. We're sinless. We're sin. It's hard to receive it. Receive the love of God. It's one of the hardest things for us to see. Uh, amen. And, and I'll just say this. The same little girl on YouTube was eight years old. She said, oh, she goes, oh, by the way, Michael Jackson's down there. You know, what happened is she, she on a little uh, uh, surgery, she went to heaven and then she was taken to hell. And she was walking around hell and she said, Michael Jackson's down there. She goes, the devils keep telling him to dance and to grab himself like he did. And they all laugh and, and, and they're poking him and hitting him and everything. And they say, okay, dance again. Dance again. For eternity, he's there uh, with an anguished look. There's no rest. And 
insane situation. But you believe that? You believe that? Oh, I believe it. All right. Well, that's what the little girl said. Okay, commit your heart, your actions, your wisdom, and your will to God. Pray for God's rescue. Amen. Psalm 53, 1 and 6. We commit our hearts, Lord. Lord, we commit our hearts. We commit our actions. We commit our wisdom. We commit our will to God. We pray for God's rescue to rescue us, Lord. Help us. We commit our heart, our actions, our wisdom, and our will. Psalm 53, verse 1 through 6. Only fools say in their heart there is no God. They are corrupt and their actions are evil. Not one of them does good. God looks down from heaven on the entire human race. He looks to see if anyone is truly wise, if anyone seeks God. But no, all have turned away. All have become corrupt. Not one does good, not a single one. Will those who do evil never learn? They eat up my people like bread and wouldn't think of praying to God. Terror will grip them, terror like they have never known before. God will scatter the bones of your enemies. You will put them to shame, for God has rejected them. Who will come from Mount Zion to rescue Israel? When God restores his people, Jacob will shout with joy, and Israel will rejoice. Amen. And Proverbs 11.4 Riches won't help on the day of judgment, but right living can save you from death. Amen. Amen. Um, it's kind of hard to understand this verse. Well, not hard. If we, if we take our time, we can find out the, the one. Is that I like the part where it says they wouldn't even think of praying to God. You know, uh, people that eat up my people that keep mocking and, and complaining, criticizing and condemning and are not even thinking of praying to God. God will scatter the bones of those enemies and will put them to shame for God. The other thing that I see here is is uh, paranoia. Paranoia hits people and it, it mentioned it right here. That, you know, that it's, if we don't pray to God, we're susceptible to paranoia at times. All right, let's go ahead and finish up. Would you finish up a simple prayer, babe? We kept the people for long. Thank you guys for, if you kept this long, you're a wonderful person. Wonderful. (laughs) Father God, we just thank you. We thank you that um, we heard your word and we, we know that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God and we thank you that we have read your word we believe your word and thank you for teaching us and speaking to our hearts and thank you that the people under the sound of our voice are going to receive your word seek you and believe in the Lord Jesus Christ so they may prosper so father thank you for this time we bless the word we believe it's going to produce fruit and we just thank you for being such an awesome, awesome God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, folks. In Jesus' name.
I want to thank everyone for coming today's March 10th Bible reading. Lord, open our eyes once again and our ears and our hearts uh, and to tell us what your word is saying. Holy. testimony right was it too tough it was it was a little bit way out there yeah well yeah or like a condemnation yeah i mean i think like, i know we've heard two a couple of character yeah i think we know that we've heard that testimony two times uh-huh. or two or three times out there right uh-huh. there was one girl that we we heard i just don't still save your uh yeah my prayer your prayer yeah we're getting better at it baby good okay i agree with you if you feel, you feel right in your spirit yeah and then how'd you feel when i was trying to try, imitate god when i was reading it oh I, yeah i think it's a little bit too much drama theater <laughs> kenneth copeland <laughs> i think you're good you sure you're not kenneth copeland's part of his 
All right, baby, we'll take your advice, baby. Yeah. You know, not right here. I got you real easy for us. And thank God it's in the end. It was not. Yeah, thank God. You know, I just want us to stick to the the word. You know. Who gripped them? Terror like they have never known before. God will scatter the bows of your enemies. You will put them to shame, for God has rejected this. When God restores his people, Jacob will shout with joy and Israel will rejoice. Amen. And Proverbs 11:4, Riches won't help on the day of judgment, but right living can save you from death. Amen. Um,